I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. All right, here we go. Hey, Let's welcome to the first ever baseball today. That's what we're rebranding it. We're just starting anew. We have trouble getting out of the starters blocks. We already talked about Joey Votto and his dominance. So you think that you like the Padres better as a wild card team that could go further if they make it instead of the Cincinnati Reds. Is that accurate? I said that. Then you asked me uh, about the lineups. I said they are comparable. Yes. So I'm basically in a series like that. I give it to pitching staff, and I'm going to lean San Diego in that regard, just because I think the bullpen's better, and that's my only really reason. Now I know they don't have to make a choice today because I imagine you Darvish will be fine eventually. He just got put on the injury list. Who would you start today? in a wild card game if you were the Padres? That's a tough one. I mean, you're telling me you Darvish isn't healthy? It's probably got to be, it's probably got to be, it's got to be Joe Musgrove, right? I think so. Who, I mean, who, I mean, maybe you, maybe you get, you, you piggyback him and Snell together. Do something like that. And then you just have bullpen, you know, whatever you need, any high leverage guy in there at any time. Isn't it amazing that they have, made all the – they've made, big, you know, more big trades than anybody in baseball the last 15 months, and this is where they are right now as a team. I mean, they are hanging on for dear life in that wild card. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, they um, – there's also – let me get this up. They, they have a tough schedule coming up too, which is interesting for them. Yeah, so this, it's, is the, this is the soft part of their schedule where they played – some Arizona, some Colorado, things of that nature. It's about to get gnarly. I think they play the Giants nine times in yeah. the last five weeks or something. And the Reds, I think, gets pretty easy yes, coming up. So that's it's interesting. This will come down to it for sure. San Diego's got to step up, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Sox and Yanks, they play two today. Uh, they're fighting it out for the wild card, although they both have dreams of winning that AL East and wrestling it away from the Tampa Bay Rays. Who's finishing with the better record? Dude, I went back and forth on this so much. So much. Um, <laughs> that's a tough question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I like the Yankees just because I know Rizzo hasn't been there, but like when the Rizzo-Gallo thing is clicking, mm-hmm. uh, there was like a new energy in that clubhouse. So I like that. And then, you know, but then on the other hand, Sale came back and gave that to the Red Sox. So it's a very tough question. I'm going to say Yankees um, – just because I feel like they've been playing better ball recently, so there's a little bit of recency bias there. No other reason than that. Okay, fair enough. Too hard of a question to answer. I hope you have a good answer. Um, I like the Yankees by this much. Okay. By this much. And I don't think the other team makes the playoffs. I, I don't think that – I don't think well, it's yeah. – Well, I mean, it's not a definitive. I mean, they you could have three teams from the East make it, and you wouldn't be, like, shocked. I mean, obviously, there's only one team from the Central – and there's two teams from the West that are, you know, competing it out. But it's not like the A's. Sure. You know, the A's are only up, what, one and a half on the Yanks, I think. So it's going to be great. I, I love it that we've got this many teams involved in the last six weeks of the year. Yankees, Red Sox, one game, wild cards, sale versus freaking Cole. Like, let's go. I'm in for it, man. I know. That would be, uh, that would be amazing. I'm giving hard. I'm giving the home field advantage to the Yankees. I think they'll finish with a better record. See, there you go. It wasn't that hard. It is well, a hard question. How are we supposed to know? There's so much well, baseball left. 
I know, but you could say that about any question I ask you on any given day. I know, I do say that a lot. <laughs> but that's that's what makes it fun. I'll go you know, Yankees. It's not fun when your Instagram blows up in your face five times. That kind of sucks. But we've we're, persevered. We're fine. We've made we're it fine. All right, here we go. Um, Chris Bryant, first multi-homer game as a San Francisco Giant. He is an impending free agent, just like the big four shortstops out there, Seager, Baez, Correa, and Story. Total value of contract in the offseason. Chris Bryant gets more than how many of those shortstops? Oh, this is tough. I, I think he gets more than Javi Baez. Hmm. And then after that, I am not so sure he can eclipse any of those guys. Really? Yeah, I think Seager and Correa are going to demand a lot of money. Um, I mean, I think all, all of them are going to demand a lot of money. I, I would say definitely above Baez, but then after that, I, I don't see him surpassing Story, Correa, or Seager. Because I think they're going to get a, I think they're going to get a little bit longer of a run. You asked me total value of the contract. Mm -hmm. The the age is going to play into it a little bit. Although how old is Trevor Story? Okay, here's the thing. Trevor Story turns 29 in November. Brian yeah. is 30 in January. So it's you know not that big a difference. Plus, at some yeah. point, you have to imagine shortstops are changing positions. Yeah, I agree. So maybe I would say he's got a chance to surpass Story and Bias, but I think Seager and Correa probably get a longer more money total so here's the interesting thing so bryant's got a career 884 ops yeah he's had a couple of injury plague seasons um but people love his versatility right you don't have to play you could play him at third you could play him in center you could play him in a corner outfield maybe somewhere down the line he becomes a first baseman so he's got versus he's got positional versatility which i think people will be willing to pay for sure the thing with story 980 career OPS at Coors, seven, under 750 on the road. That's a massive dip. Massive. And I know the guys are much better at home than on the road, but that, that would be alarming to me. Yeah, but, you know, <clears throat> this is the thing that we had him on our show talking baseball. We talked about, like, what, what's the difference, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, is it just the fact that you're hitting balls farther at Coors and more balls are finding the seeds? And he started to explain it's actually kind of the opposite. And the, and the reason the splits are the way they are is when you're in Colorado, those breaking balls aren't breaking as much. They just they just don't. That's right. that's why people hit better there. So when you do go on the road, all of a sudden these breaking balls are breaking more than you've seen. So they have to continuously take that iron mic or the, the jugs machine and just bang out sliders and off-speed pitches before games to get them ready for – what a slider is actually supposed to do. So I think if he gets somewhere and he's just constantly seeing that, he's that good of an athlete, he wants it that much, he's going to be fine wherever he goes. He's going to make that adjustment. I don't think he'll continue to have good a point. 770, whatever you said. Yeah, under 750. It's uh, a good yeah. point. One last thing about Chris Bryant. I think the team he's playing for did him a huge favor by extending Brandon Crawford for two years and $32 million. That was one place I thought that whether it was a Seager – or story or somebody a prize shortstop could land in sure. a long-term deal instead they're giving a short-term deal to a guy who has helped them win several world championships and is having an amazing mvp type season i don't begrudge them for that what it means is the giants have enough money to make you know we know that farhan was going to spend money when the team was ready to compete they're they're competing this year they've got a bunch of guys coming off the books they're going to have to pay for some starting pitching somewhere 
But if they want to make Chris Bryant the centerpiece of that organization in the next six or seven years, they have the financial wherewithal to do it. I like that. Two, two quick questions for you on Bryant. Yeah. Career salary so far. So I think he's, uh, I would say he's probably at about 16, 10. I would say he's at uh, 38 million. $63 million, playboy. What did he get this year? Huh? What did he get this year? Must have been 20. 19.5. Yeah, that's what it was. I forgot. So, that's, I love playing that game. Now we go into the offseason. What, what are you looking at? How many years? A, I mean, if I'm a team, I can't, I can't in good faith give any, a position player any more than seven years. I can't. I won't do it. Okay. So you're, we're talking seven years for Brian, seven years around 200 then. Yeah, I would say 210. Okay. You're going 30, 30 a year for him? Mm-hmm. I hope he gets that. I would love that. I would be happy for him. I think that would be a good spot. All right, uh, last one. Reds and Cubs will be the Field of Dreams game next year, reportedly. Are you good with that, or should it be the White Sox and some rotating team every year? I get it because I know the White Sox are the team in the movie. See that? I knew that. Didn't even watch the movie and I knew that. I, I'm okay with it rotating. I think they are going to have to keep it geographically close. So you can mm-hmm. do like a Minnesota series. You can do a St. Louis series. And you can do the Chicago teams. Maybe the Milwaukee. Maybe Milwaukee right. too. Because mm-hmm. you have to be able to bust there and bust back to the actual series if they're going to do one game. But I'm okay with them changing it up. I think it's cool for all these different fan bases to be able to go and experience that. Well, I think it's cool if they're playing the Reds because the Reds were the other team in the Black Sox scandal. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, they don't have to bust there. The, both these teams flew in the day of the game. Oh, they flew in there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, Chicago had flown in from Minnesota, and I think the Yankees flew in from Kansas City. So you and then, can do that. Did they bust right. to Chicago from there then? They must no, have. I'm sure they flew out that night. They probably bust a half hour to where they flew out of, and then they flew 40 minutes to Chicago or whatever. Yeah, right. uh, something like that. Uh, I think the first couple of years, it still should be the White Sox. I just, I think they should continue to build off that momentum. Here's the one caveat I would throw in there. They need to make it a full weekend. I would have three games. I would have one on a Thursday. I would have one on a Saturday. And I would have one on Sunday night baseball. And I would have six teams involved, okay? I would leave the Friday open in case there's rain on, on uh, you know, whatever day it is, Thursday. Okay. Uh, and then I would leave Monday open in case there's rain on Saturday or Sunday that pushes those games somewhere else. So it would take a little finagling of the schedule, but I still think that you can have a huge, huge weekend there by having six but- different teams play. Is it going to be as special then? You know, because you know this is cool. Yes. It's a one-off game, and then all of a sudden you're going to you're going to just because it was successful, you want to capitalize on it, and you want to you know shove it down people's throat. I don't. No, think- you're not shoving it down people's throat. Weren't? Didn't you want more? No. Okay, no. You're like the one guy I've met who didn't want more. It's special when it's only once a year. I think that's that's what makes it special. I'll tell you what. If I was a player, I'd be wanting to play there. The way that ball was flying. Are you kidding me? Well, you wouldn't want to pitch there. Yeah. Well, I'm not a pitcher. Oh, well, you were in high school. I heard you were pretty good. All right, what do you got coming up on John Boy? Let's, let's get the hell out of here. I got to get this <laughs> out of my machine here. Oh, man. I got a sequence episode coming out today. I go over um, a play that Jamie Carroll and Justin Morneau right. uh, made against David Ortiz. 
Uh, my producer, Dan's always telling me to do more stuff for my career. So I said, fine, we'll do that. And then I'm actually going out in 45 minutes. We're going to record uh, the Talking Baseball episode cool. that's going to come out tomorrow. Like that. Like what that. you got? Uh, once again, the Glass Now uh, episode is out. Surprise guest, Brett Phillips. Um, we got him while he was um, out doing some shopping or something. But he was very funny on it. Gave us a little, uh, like, three-minute drive-by, which was good. So, you know, people love Glass now. They love listening to him and his insight. And it's the first time he's talking since Tommy John's surgery. Uh, supposed to take one today. We'll keep our fingers crossed on that one, so I don't want to talk too much about it. Yes. Special guest? Uh, no, no, just, you know, okay. no, no, no big deal. Just okay. uh, I'll talk to you offline about it. Uh, last point, Erie Seawolves, double-A affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. Thanks yes. for the lid. It's a great one. Go out and, and shop for it. And they were cool enough to send me a Casey Mize no-hitter bobblehead. Remember when he, I think it was his first double-A start, he had a no-hitter, and there it is. I played Great there. Cool. Huh? I played in Erie before. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had, to, I had good times in Erie. Yeah, good place. 90 yeah, miles from my yeah. hometown. All right, listen, everybody have a wonderful day. I apologize for my shitty Wi-Fi. That's my fault. I don't know what happened. You okay there, bro? I'm just letting the people know I'm not high. No, people know. Look. God, it's not even close. It's way too much white in those eyeballs. <laughs> uh, everybody have an amazing, amazing day, and uh, enjoy the baseball. We'll see you Wednesday. Fingers crossed. Baseball Thanks today. Baseball today.